Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 41, and joining me on today's show is Larry Hagner from The Good Dad Project. There's no manual for being a dad and the mission of the Good Dad Project is support and help dads to leave a legacy of leadership, love, connection and positive lasting memories. The goal is to give you resources to help you be the best you can be so you can enjoy the journey of fatherhood. Hi Larry, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you? I'm doing well my friend, how are you doing? Yes, very well thank you and Obviously, we're in uh, we're in very strange times right now. So, how is it all on on your side? I mean, it's uh, it's probably pretty much it is over there across across the pond as well. Just a uh, little crazy. Uh, everybody, you know, is pretty much quarantined on lockdown. So, yeah, you know, that's that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's um, strange times and, and one which we don't know when uh, it, it's going to improve or get better, but. In the meantime, Larry, what what kind of things are you doing to to kind of keep, uh, I guess, keep sane, keep fit uh, during this this lockdown period? Have you got any kind of uh, kind of new 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 normals in place? Yeah, you know, I I uh, I'm basically training at home now. So what I've been doing though lately is I've been doing a lot of um, just a lot of sprints and and that kind of thing. I I, I work out at so I do a lot of cardio and sprint work and that kind of thing um, at the high school. That's like literally a quarter of a mile from my house. So I'll go there early in the morning. I'll hit that uh, really hard. <clears throat> and then I will, um, I'll train in my garage uh, later that day. So we luckily we've got pretty simple setup. I mean, we've got some kettlebells, we've got some uh, dumbbells. You can just, put in, you know, different weights and we've got a pull up yeah. bar and stuff like that. So just mostly training at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is perfect, isn't it really? I, I think that, um, you know, providing you have a little bit of space and, you know, if, you, if you've got some equipment, great. But even if you don't have an equipment, there's lots of different variations that you can do in order to, to keep active and, and just to kind of keep that, that, uh, energy level up and, and not get stagnant. So yeah, that's that sounds amazing. So in terms of um, yourself, Larry, and the Good Dad Project, for for the the listeners that haven't come across you before, can you give us some background on yourself and how you came to start uh, Good Dad Project and and what type of things you do? For sure, uh, you know I started Good Dad Project back in 2012. It really came out of a low point in just you know, how I was showing up for my own kids. Uh, just, I was just in a really bad spot. Uh, I was just trying to navigate fatherhood and being a husband all on my own. And I just, I just had a really hard time with it. So I, you know, pretty much started a blog just for my own education and just my own public accountability that I wanted to do something different and be different and be better. And, and then it blossomed into the podcast in 2015. And, 
I've uh, been pod, you know, this month it's the podcast is actually five years old. So it's been going wow. strong ever since. Yeah. Congratulations. That okay. is, uh, that is by no mean feat to, uh, to, to get a podcast to, to go for that long. So in terms of, you know, you said obviously you wanted to show up better. You want to be a better father and, and all the rest of it. So at that point when you started the blog, you know, what kind of things did you do? Because presumably at that point you were stuck, right? So you didn't really know where to go. So it was a case of kind of fact finding and finding out for yourself to kind of how you're going to improve. That's exactly what it was. It was really just a surrender of, of ego, you know, of, right. of really just trying to be like, you know, Hey, I'm tired of doing this on my own. I'm tired of saying everything is good and fine and fine and good. And, and I just wanted to be, I just want to be better. I just had that. I just had a tremendous hunger yeah. to be better. I just didn't know what it looked like and I didn't know how to do it. So uh, the podcast really just gave me an excuse to talk to people who are much smarter than me. It's, it still gives me that excuse which I, which I really appreciate. And I welcome that. So that's, that's where it's been for, for me. Yeah. And so it was obviously you went on this, I guess, a, a bit of a self-discovery journey, didn't you? To, to kind of really understand the, the areas of life in which, you know, you wanted to improve and perhaps areas of life that you hadn't considered where you need to prove, improve. I mean, you, you mentioned ego, you know, we're, we're all driven by our ego but many, I think, particularly dads that are kind of around their, their midlife, if you like, their 40s, it's often a very hard thing to recognize in order to kind of set that ego aside to decide that you are going to change and you are going to improve because you can become very set in your ways, don't you? So how difficult was that? Um, you know, it was it was pretty difficult at first. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was... Um, it was definitely humbling, uh, but it, it was, it's exactly what needed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as a result of, of that, you know, how, how long has it taken for you to improve things and, and, and what have been the kind of unexpected side effects or, or benefits as, as a result of you going on this, on this journey? I would say awareness has been number one, uh, yeah. awareness of like, I can speak. I feel like I can see things, you know, before they happen as far as like, you know, emotional, emotional bandwidth, emotional space. I know the things that trigger me. Um, I, I know the things that, you know, even before they happen, like I, I know that they're coming, you know? Yeah. And so it, it allows me to understand like, Hey, what, what's about ready to happen here? What's at play here? How can I maybe avoid it? You know, how can I be better about it? So uh, just several different ways. It's kind of opened my eyes to just doing things different. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, that kind of introspection, that, that understanding yourself is one which is, is quite eye opening and it, and it's quite, um, uh, it can be very challenging at times, but equally it can be hugely rewarding. So with that, how much impact do you think that your change has had on your immediate family? Hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm still married. I probably, <laughs> I probably otherwise wouldn't be, uh, yeah. just, just being completely honest. Um, right. you know, so that, that's obviously done well. I mean, as far as like temper and patience, it's, it's gone above and beyond that. Like it's really helped me with that, dial that in. So, um, the, just the sheer enjoyment of being a father, it's, it's really helped me with. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
it's a gift that I think that uh, that it is an amazing gift, but also, you know, as you've recognised, sometimes that we can take that gift for granted. So on from obviously your own personal journey and, and transformation, I guess you could call it, you know, the, the Good Dad Project has obviously grown significantly as a result. So it, the growth and, and kind of evolution of the Good Dad Project, has that been a conscious um, approach on your part or is it just kind of evolved as a, as a result of you evolving? I mean, I think it's been a little bit of both, you know, it's, it's evolved has, as I has evolved, but it's also just sort of taken on a, a mind and an animal all of its own as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so there's lots of different elements within good dad project that you focus on. So can you, can you share some of those for the listeners? Cause you, you've got a, quite a good um, approach and, and structure. Yeah. So I think everything that we do is based on what we call the five dimensions of being a husband, father, and man, which are mastering your finances is number is one. Uh, And these are, these are no particular order, by the way. So mastering your finances is one. Uh, Creating a legendary marriage is another one. Uh, Optimizing your health, which obviously that's, that's your wheelhouse. Optimizing your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health is key. I think a lot of men really regret um, they sidestep that one. And Mm -hmm. That that's just one. I I firmly believe that we should never ever sidestep. You know, the the healthier we can be, and I'm not I'm not talking yeah. about healthier as in, oh, you've got to have a six pack and no dad bod in order to be a good dad. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is you can selflessly serve from a full cup. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup, and you certainly can't do it for long because that's going to be a recipe for absolute disaster. But if you're taking care of your own health. Um, you know, physical, mental, emotional health, you know, these, these are skills and these are things that you're going to be able to feed others around you, serve and lead others more profoundly. If you're doing that yourself, and that is, that is just so important. Mm. Yeah, I, I I agree and, and, and can relate to that because I think that the way that I look at it is, 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 is your, is your health and nutrition is essentially a vehicle. It's a vehicle that enables you to to master all other areas of uh, of your life, and I think that, you know, I, I I agree with what you're saying. For me, it's not about a six pack or or aesthetics. I think the aesthetics part of being healthy and fit are a side, uh, I guess, a side benefit of, of doing that. I think for me, what actually happens is when you become fitter and healthy, you have more energy your mitochondrial health, which is your energy, your little energy systems inside your cells are performing better. You have, as a, as a, as a human, you have much more clarity. You have a lot more resources available to you to be able to perform in all the other areas of life, you know, the five areas that you've mentioned, to make sure that you can optimize. And and it's when I mention these words optimize and all the rest of it, it's not a case of you 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 end up becoming this machine. You naturally have these resources and you instinctively want to optimize all areas of your life because you have the capacity to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're able to, like I always say, selflessly serve in a more profound level if you can, if you can give yourself that gift of taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And what, and what kind of impacts do you see in your community 
and obviously in your own life as well, where as a result of you, you know, in some ways it could be seen as being a little bit selfish, couldn't it? Because you want to optimize you yourself. You want to make the, the kind of the best version of you. And some people could perceive that to be selfish because that they might instinctively think that that means that you have to neglect other areas, but it doesn't work like that. So what kind of side benefits have you seen for members of your community that they've gotten out of the fact out of kind of following your structure, your methodology? Well, I think number one, you, you have to get out of your own way. I think that's, that's, that's rule number one. You can't, you, you obviously can't step into, uh, being this, you know, better version of yourself unless you give yourself permission to do that. And to be honest with you, just some men are not, they're not ready yet. They're not ready to do that just yet. So no, step number one is really just giving yourself permission to, to give yourself that gift to invest in you. The other thing that I pride myself on is isolation is the enemy of excellence. And it's unfortunate because so many men try to go at life all by themselves, just completely like, Hey, I'm, I'm the lone wolf. I can do this all on my own. And I, that is the wrong way to go. No one ever got to greatness. No one ever got to a fulfilling life by isolating themselves and not surrounding themselves with the right people. You know, Jim Rohn said it best that we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. And if you're spending your time with folks that drag you down, well, guess what? You have no choice. You're going to be drugged down right along with them. However, if you're surrounding yourself with the right people that want to live, you know, a purpose-driven life, a fulfilling life, one where you can create a legendary marriage, have a connection with your kids, have more patience, uh, do the work that makes you come alive, take care of your health because we all know that's the right thing to do. Well, guess what? You're going to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, I think men really need is is just they need habits, they need a map, and they need accountability to do that. We've been running a virtual mastermind now for the past four years, and it, it has just been, it has worked wonders for men as far as create, helping them create a vision and to literally go after it. So many, I'll, I'll finish with this, so many men, I, I, I truly, truly believe get it wrong. And I, I speak to this because I used to do the same thing. Men are very aware of what they feel that what their shortcomings are, what what they what's wrong with them, what they need to be, what they need to improve upon. And I'll tell you, I think that's the wrong way to go about it, because if you're constantly trying to fix something that you think is broken, then that's a treadmill you're just never going to get off. It just it's just not going to happen. However, if you can literally sit down, take a productive pause and really understand, like, look, I have one shot at life. I've got one shot at being a husband. I have one shot at being a father. So what am I going to do? What vision do I have at the end of my life? And I can look back and say, man, I did it. I did it. And sure, it was messy sometimes. And of course I made mistakes, but overall I knew exactly where I was going and I created habits and tactics and I surrounded myself with the right people to help me live that vision and within those, staying within those lanes and doing the things that I knew that, that would push that vision forward. And again, I don't think that there's any broken men. I think that there's a lot of men out there that just aren't clear on what that looks like. And because so many men live isolated, they don't have the community to, to hold them accountable or when obstacles do come to for, the, for them to lift them back up again and get them back on the road to, to that vision once again. 
Yeah, I, I think that's that that's very important, and I think the the point that you made around the habits and, and maps, you know, there's so few people that actually have that map. There's so few people that actually take the time to sit down and work out exactly what it is that they go towards i think what we perceive to be the norm right the kind of the social norm uh in terms of what you should do in life you know the 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 classic follow the system of you go to school you go to university you graduate you get a job and that kind of thing instead of like you said stop and pausing and actually think, yeah, like you said, you, you've got one shot. So what do I want to make of this shot? Um, and I recently heard something, uh, some kind of statistic whereby we actually or men actually plan their holidays and perhaps their grocery shopping more than they do what they want out of life. Right. Life just kind of happens as a result of them going through it. That They don't actually spend the time. So I think it's. Yeah, I think what you said there is is really uh, important, and, and people should listen to that. Um, so, what what would you say, um, Larry, that, that that causes people to get on board with a Good Dad project in the first place? What what is the catalyst that causes them to to kind of search you guys out in the first place um, and start engaging? That's a really good question. Um, and to be honest, I've, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity over four years. So like, for instance, I mean, we've got a lot of podcast listeners out there that I do know, I see the downloads and, and where they're at and what countries and all that good stuff. I would say if I could, we've had over the years, well over 600 applications to come do life with us in the virtual mastermind that we've been doing. And right. if I go back and if I could just literally estimate for you, why why are men eager to come do life with us? It's almost 80% of the time they want to create a legendary marriage. Right. That's That's the first thing on their mind and heart is they want to get in there and create a, a good relationship with their with their wife. They want connection. They want conversation. They want communication. They they want a partnership. They want a friendship. They want intimacy. They want all those things. They want that excitement back into that marriage. And that's what men truly, truly want. The, the thing is, is that here's the funny thing, you know, and Darren, you, you'll appreciate this. If you think about any profession in the world, anything, yeah. we are highly trained in that professional. I, I can't imagine the police academy. You ever show up to the police academy after you've applied for it. And they're like, yeah, hey, uh, there's no more police academy. Uh, we don't teach anybody to be cops anymore, but you can go be a cop and we're just going to give you a gun and a badge and a squad car and you're going to go downtown and you're going to hop in a car and go write tickets and fight crime and everything else. And you've never shot a gun, right? Uh, that's completely preposterous for us to believe that we would do that. However, that's exactly what we do in marriage. You walk, mm. down, you walk down the aisle, you leave, you go on your honeymoon and people give you a pat on the back and a hug like, oh, we're so happy for you. It's awesome. It's the best time of your whole life. You, you'll love it. And, you know, good times, bad times, things, things will happen, but you'll get through it. No, you know, marriage is a skill just like being a cop is a skill and you've, you've yeah. got to learn and know the skill sets in order to execute it properly. And if you don't, you're, it's literally like getting in that squad car and firing that gun and trying to write the ticket and pull somebody over with zero training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think the other analogy that I like to, to use as well, it's almost like somebody uh, puts you in charge of a multi-million dollar company, okay? So you're now the CEO of that company. You've got no instruction manual on how to run that company. And it's almost like a man in life, isn't it? Right? So you have a family, you have a, a marriage, you know, you, you you have a job to do, you have things that you want to achieve in life, but no one's given you that instruction manual. And actually, no one ever in society um, gives you any advice to say, hey, look, you're married now, so really what you want to do is sit down and just map out with your wife where you want to go in life. How many times have you ever heard any conversations like that? Um, and, and that's why I think your community is is so valuable because you're actually bringing that up to the surface and say, hey, look, if you want to live, you know, and, and a lot of this is a bit of cliche, I think, you know, live your best life and all the rest of it. But essentially, that's what we're saying, isn't it? We're saying, you know, let's sit down and map out all areas of your life. And some people might think that that's a little bit unnecessary, but it's not. It's, you know, if you like you, like I just said about running a company, if you want a successful company, you have to map that out. You have to plan that. Otherwise, you're not going to achieve it, are you? And it's the same thing in life. But all too often, we, we just take this bit for granted. I totally agree with that, without a doubt. So in terms of how you, I mean, you mentioned there that the there's an application process for people that that want to um, engage with you guys. Um, is is that the only way that that um, men can get involved with you guys? What's the what's the the process? No, I mean not at all. I mean we've got we've got all kinds of resources out there. So I mean if you go to the website gooddadproject.com, we've got a variety of different resources on there that you can just download. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also we also have a large Facebook group called um, uh, Dad Dad's Edge Real Dads with Purpose, and right. that men can just dive into that. I mean that's our that's our free Facebook group, and men can just literally if you look at the correspondence on that thing like all day long. It is it is amazing to see how men have just dove in and have helped each other out and, and they're asking questions about marriage and parenting and fitness and everything else. So it's it's pretty awesome to see um, all the all, all the amazing insights that men can take a part of. You can do that. Um, you know, you can like I said that. Yeah, the mastermind, we, we do require men to fill out an application for that. The, the reason being is because. I want to get to know you as a man before, you know, before you come and do life with us. And I, I want to get to know what is it about your, your life, your vision? What are you trying to create? What vision do you have? And, um, and how, what's going on in the past as far as like all the things that have fought you in the past. So yeah. anyway, um, that's, that, those are ways to get connected. Okay. So in terms of, are you able to give us a bit of an insight as to how the mastermind works, how you approach the five different areas and the process that you go through? Yeah. So if men want to, if men are intrigued with the mastermind, all they have to do is go to gooddevproject.com forward slash alliance. And on that, on that landing page, it'll give you some information about logistically how we run. Uh, but they fill out an application and then I set up a one-on-one call with them and we do a zoom call where it's face to face and, we get to know each other and get to know your background and, and what your family looks like and what it is you really want to do. 
Uh, and as far as when men join, what happens is, is after they join, uh, they go through just a quick onboarding process, which is more of an educational tutorial of like, how does the mastermind run? Like, how do they get to, how do they get to call teams and all that good stuff? We've got 26 call teams that okay. meet, that meet on a weekly basis, uh, Sunday night through actually they're running seven days a week right now with the whole quarantine going on. Okay. Um, but Sunday night, um, through Sunday morning. And men can jump into any call team that they that they want in those in the uh, there's even an opportunity for men to subscribe to the calendar once they've joined. So when they subscribe to our calendar, they see on their calendar every single call team that we do. We have a leadership team of two men run each call team, which is pretty cool. So yeah. we have we have a team captain who runs the structure. We have a team commander who's in charge of accountability. So if a man wants to be held accountable to do anything, like literally anything, uh, that commander on each team will be in charge of that. Um, the other thing, too, is the structure that we follow is it, every mastermind that we do is about 60, 70 minutes long, give or take. And the structure is, is half of the mastermind is unstructured. I know it's kind of odd, right? But, but what we do is we, we call that portion of the mastermind, the more the peaks and valleys and peaks and valleys give, give men time and space to share what's going on in their life so they can get real time insight and strategy. So if they're like, Hey, you know, Hey guys, I'm, I want to learn more, more skills, you know, around communicating and connecting with my wife right now, you know, scale of one to 10, it's a five. We talk about how our day was life and all that good stuff, but I really want to get to know her again. What questions can I ask her? That's going to help me feel more connected to her, that she's going to feel more connected to me. We can increase our intimacy, the whole nine yards and men will, you know, they'll, they'll give strategy and advice and, and experiences. Right. And so we, half the calls that, and then, the, and then the other half is spent on our agenda and the agenda changes every month. So we'll, you know, one month we'll do the four elements of a legendary marriage. One, you know, one month we'll do drama-free discipline. Uh, another month we'll do mastering your finances. Well, we've done to date, I mean, we've, oh my gosh, what year is it? We've done probably 45, 50 different monthly agendas. And then we break it into right. weekly content for men to learn. Wow. So, so it's it's pretty all encompassing, isn't it, in terms of the support that that, that men get um, in all the, the different areas. So, and so as you go through, how, how long is the mastermind in terms of the? the is it twelve months or is it uh, less than that? No, it's pretty open. Uh, men can stay as long as they want. They can leave when they want. Right. Okay. So it's just a it's it's a continual. I guess, optimization and, and kind of discovery process that, that men go through. And, and I guess yeah, that makes sense, the fact that there's no end because obviously, you know, you go through different stages of life, don't you? And, and different things come up and, and challenges and, and direction that you want to go in. So is, it, is there a kind of a common age that, that guys get involved or is it from 20s up to, to 50s, 60s? What's, what's the kind of age? Right now, our youngest guy is 21. Uh, okay. He's he's not even married. He doesn't have kids. Uh, right. But but he wanted to come do life with us because uh, right. he wanted to learn. He he and if you really look at what we do, I mean, yeah, it's geared towards men who are fathers and husbands, but it's really geared towards men. You know, that's yeah. that's at at the at the foundation of what we are is, you know, we are men who are chasing a vision of fulfillment and intention, and. You don't necessarily have to be married and be a father to do that. 
but wow. our I think our oldest guy is sixty, and we right. have and we have everything in between. I would yeah. say the most common is probably early thirties to late forties. Okay. So that's that's normally what we see. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that kind of that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? I, but my my kind of in, impression was that it would be around forties because I think that's at the point where you know you start to consider the second half of life if you like as to you know you've got to where you're at currently and, and maybe you, you're not where you wanted to be and 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 you want to you want to make a change so so yeah so um in terms of um you know the 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 kind of the greatest areas that the men have challenges with larry what what would you say is the the greatest challenge i mean you you mentioned earlier on about about marriage but what other areas do you do you see are the, the common areas that the guys want to improve? Uh, the most common areas, like I said, are um, uh, the marriage by far. Uh, the other thing too is the connection with their kids. A lot of guys just struggle with like, hey, you know, how do I, you know, I love my kid more than anything, right? But how do I connect to this five-year-old? Like I'm struggling there. I'm not really understanding how to do that. I don't speak five-year-old or like, oh my gosh, my teenager, it's hard for me to connect with my teenager because like they're a teenager. So um, connection with their kids is is another one. Um, I would say another one too is, is you know, it's finances as well. Uh, most of us are not you know, we, we're not given the tools or the skill set. We're not taught about finances. So unfortunately we go to the school of hard knocks for finances and we make a gazillion mistakes. And then we're like, Oh my gosh, I'm bad. You know, suddenly I'm bad with money. And then, you know, health, I would definitely say is, is another issue. Uh, because as you've seen men self, they think it's self selflessly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not taking care of their health, but unfortunately there's, I mean, that, that's a lie. I mean, the more you take care of your health, the more profoundly you can serve. So you, you need to take yeah. care of your health. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So on, on the health side of things, what type of um, guidance and, and programs and things like that do you, do you, do you give the, the dads or guys support with? Uh, so health wise, you know, we, we actually have a weekly mastermind called, called uh, the fit dad call team. And that's right. run. That's run by one of our uh, one of our community experts. Uh, right. His name his name is Doug Schlank, and he actually has been a, a trainer for twenty years, and right. he definitely caters towards dads. Uh, so we have we have that for for health. We also have finance coaches who run a call team for finances. Okay. Uh, you know they they jump into that personal finance investing, um, you know debt reduction money management, the whole nine yards. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds, uh, that sounds great. So in terms of, you know, talking about finances and, and the situation that we're in currently with obviously the, the lockdown, um, ha- have you kind of put on any additional um, call teams uh, to deal with specifically with finances or what kind of things are you, you seeing people are having challenges with right now? Um, oh yeah. I mean, for sure. You know, we, we have, you know, we, we have, what we're trying to do right now is we're doing a couple different things. Um, if men are lose, so we, ha- we have a policy in our, in our community. If you lose your job or you use your income, uh, yeah. we, we absolutely positively, uh, will not, uh, allow you to leave or pay 
until you have regained employment or income. So you lose your job, you lose your income. Well, guess what? Now you're coming on. Now you're, now you're going to come to our community. You're staying in our community on me. Um, we, we call that the no man left behind policy. We're not going to abandon men because they can't pay their, their monthly mastermind dues. Uh, we just won't do that. Um, the other thing we do too is as of right now with COVID-19, we have a whole, what we call the live legendary swag, swag line. So we've got hats, we've got, we've got blender bottles, we've got, we've got shirts. What I'm doing right now is I'm taking, I'm taking a hundred percent of those profits. I'm just putting them into a separate account to help men out who need it. So if something happens or you fall in hard times, we got your back. Uh, the other yeah. thing too is, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've been offering more financial call teams and education on money management because right now, uh, you know, sometimes with a mastermind community that, you know, that's like the first thing to go. People are like, oh, well, you know, I need to put food on yeah. the table and all that. And yeah, we, we definitely get that. However, um, it, to, to not invest in yourself, even if it's just like, here's the thing what happens when we fall on hard times. Uh, and we don't have community. Not only are we falling on hard times, but now we're isolating, which is very yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Very, very, very dangerous. I can't even tell you how many men have told me or someone else in our in our community, I have really fallen on hard times. And if it wasn't for this community, I don't know if I'd be here right now. Like that's how yeah. serious it is. And I'm not saying like guys are up to the point where they're so depressed that they're going to do something drastic but are the chances higher? Absolutely. Without Mm -hmm. a doubt. So, you know, we're offering men those, those things and those services and and that knowledge right now in that community, most important. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think um, community is so valuable. And I think we are going through a, a period in, in life, in society where it's now become way more acceptable that men are you know it's seen to be okay to reach out it's seen to be okay to be part of a community because i think up until probably i'd say about two three years ago you know it was very macho ego driven whatever you want to call it but it was seen that you're a male right you're a guy you don't you don't need help you know you're the last you, you need to help other people but you don't need help yourself and i think that's um yeah was very wrong for a very long time and and luckily that's now starting i think the tide is starting to turn and it and it's you know it's socially acceptable for men to put their hands up and say look i'm struggling here you know i'm i'm really struggling and i think to be able you know for you guys to be able to provide that community at the point when they need it most is yeah is is amazing and i think um yeah all all credit to you guys um and hats off to you really to to, to do that. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's important work, right? And yeah, I, I don't think you can call us a man for others if we're not doing just that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So in terms of um, the dad edge podcast, then Larry, what um, type of, uh, apart from the, obviously the five pillars that you cover within, um, you know, the community and stuff, what other things do you like to share on the podcast um, and guests that you have on the podcast? Yeah, I, I really, so I, I'll, I'll share with you how we, how we do things and, uh, I guess more or less the vision that we have. So we, I, I launched three shows per week. 
I try to give like, men a, I try to give the listeners just a variety of different things to to pick and choose from. So every Monday, um, I I always have a high level guest on, so someone who's like a pro athlete or former Navy SEAL or uh, some sort of New York Times bestselling author, something like that. We've had a plethora of really amazing guests. I always yeah. launch that on Monday because I always want to give the men um, just something big to think about during the week. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesdays, what I do is I stream a Q&A uh, through our Data Alliance Mastermind community. So that's where men can literally jump on and be a part of the show. And I, I do allow that for the guys who are part of the mastermind. Like they, they literally get to come and be a part of the show and we get to answer questions from, from the community that are, that men have. We, we treat it like a radio call-in show uh, where right. men will live ask questions. We have no idea what questions are coming and we'll answer them. And then on Thursday, I call that Thursday throwdown and Thursday throwdown. What I usually do is I, 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 interview one of our members from the mastermind. The reason I like to do that, and I've gotten so much good feedback on that because, you know, as much as we love to hear guys like Jocko Willink, you know, the former Navy SEAL, um, you know, those guys on the podcast, it's like, wow, you know, that's awesome, Jocko. But it's hard for me to relate to Jocko. Like Jocko is kind of like one in a billion, right? Um, What Thursday Throwdown really offers the listener is that is what I like to call the everyday dad. That's guys like me and you you know, the guys like that are just super imperfect. We're not New York times bestsellers. We're not pro athletes. You know, we're just dads just trying to make it happen, you know, and, and nothing relates more to us as men and fathers more than someone else's story. And I feel like when we can share that story of somebody else who's in the trenches with us versus like, you know, somebody like Jocko, who we, who we look at is like, well, that's Jocko. Like he's way like light years ahead of me. Um, yeah. It just, it helps us, I think, navigate just a little bit more effectively because we know we're not alone and somebody else's experiences and skill sets, you know, has, has taught us a few lessons. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it is, it is a lot, well, I wouldn't say a lot more valuable, but I think it's a lot more relatable to have other members within your community come on and share, you know, be bold enough to share their story. And I think it just helps um, with other people that can relate to that because they're perhaps you know there's probably a lot of people that are in their similar if not the same but a similar position uh, and it kind of in some ways if it's a negative position that your guest is talking about they can see a little bit of hope there right and it, and, it, and if it just turns that one person around then you know that's for you know for, for me obviously you know, it's not my, my my community but for me that's that's you know the objective right is is to to give the, others hope and and confidence that they can do the same exactly awesome so before we um wrap up then larry are there five um key actions that you could give the listeners uh, to take away today if they're dads and they're looking to improve their life or uh, v- various different areas of their life? Is there, there five different uh, tips that you could you could recommend? Five action items. That seems like a lot for most guys, including me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like the simpler, the better. Um, yeah. I, I would say um, you're not going to take any actions, number one, unless you give yourself permission to take action. So that would be my first action item is to allow yourself the time and space and investment to, and whatever that looks like for you, it could be buying a book. It could be 
your yeah. time of listening to a podcast. It could be you going to a conference of some sort, but giving yourself permission to step into that. The second thing is really analyzing, you know, those five dimensions, you know, finances, marriage, health, kids, and leadership and business. Which one of those uh, need my attention and how? And and not and and the the other I would say the third thing is don't ever look at these things as something is wrong with you or you're broken and you need to fix it. So like for instance, if you it's it's a lot easier and it's a lot more efficient and a lot more enjoyable if you think of for instance your health, right? Instead of looking at yourself like I'm 40 pounds overweight, I'm so out of shape, um, I need to lose weight that's motivating for about four seconds and then it just isn't motivating anymore. And even if it does motivate you, because you know, that is motivation for some people, it's not the most, it's, it's not the most enjoyable motivation because you're beating yourself up. Now, if you, if, if you say, Hey, like, so for instance, a few months back, I did the 75 hard. And the cool thing about doing the 75 hard in my experience with it was I didn't view myself as broken, out of shape. Like, I mean, I was, I was heavier than what I normally am. I was definitely softer. Um, but the thing that I kept in mind was, um, I'm not, I'm not doing this because I I'm broken, overweight, out of shape. I'm doing this because I have a vision of what I want my health to look like in 75 days. And it made it easier to go out every day and stay disciplined and chase that vision every day versus like, I'm so broken. I'm so this, I'm so out of shape. I need to kick my own ass into better shape. I didn't do that to myself. I just was like, Hey, every day I get to work out or train or eat healthy. It's because I'm chasing this ultimate vision of what this is going to look like at the end of 75 days. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think having that goal there and having the reason why, and I talk about this quite a lot, uh, and some people think this is a bit woo, woo, but having a bigger reason as to why you're doing something really goes to help because motivation gets you started. Motivation won't keep you going. Um, and having that reason why is, is is when things get hard or things get tough is when it will keep you going um, because you're focusing on that bigger reason or that bigger goal. So, yeah, I think that's um, that's really valuable. So thanks very much for, for joining me um, on the show today, Larry. But if there's um, one thing that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you, is there anything you can think of? I can't think of anything. If you could ask, if you wanted to ask me a question of when I think this quarantine will end, I, I wish I knew the answer to that. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's really about it. That's all I got. Yeah, I think uh, I think all of us listening would would like to know when this is going to end. But sadly, uh, none of us have got a crystal ball right now, and uh, I think we just have to dig in and just uh, savor the time that we have um, when when everything else is on pause. But um, so if, if people want to connect with you, check out Good Dad Project, where's the, all the, the social platforms and the websites where they can go to? Sure. So you can find everything we're doing at Good Dad Project. Uh, if you want to find out all our social media handles, just go to gooddadproject.com forward slash podcast. In any of those shows, you'll see all of our handles. I mean, you can find me on Facebook. My, my name is not that common. So you can right. search me on Facebook and find me. Uh, Instagram is at the dad edge. So you can find me there. Uh, but yeah, that's where you could definitely find me. Awesome. Well, thanks very much for joining us on the show again today and, um, uh, stay safe in the, in these crazy times and I'll look forward to, to catching up with you again soon. 
You as well. Thanks for listening to the Fitter Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe. And I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes. And a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.